0: We're back with Bet MGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. White Sox and Orioles tied in one. Nationals have a five-two lead over the Blue Jays right now. Astros are up five-two on the Red Sox. A lot of uh, you know playoff positioning starting to you know get down to that stretch. But damn, those Cubs only one-nothing lead over the Brewers. We no, need that's more. what we want though. We got no, the under. I know we want a cushion though too. We need the Cubs to win. I need this team to get hot.
1: I'm fine with the one-nothing win. All right. If you're comfortable with that, I don't want to sweat. We just need them we to rattle win. off 10 straight and the Brewers to go uh, epic collapse on us. I think that works. Us. You need them to met is what you're saying? Need them to met. So, I actually don't say that right now. Don't say that yet. Oh. Because we got a one nothing lead on the Mets with our Rangers. Uh-huh. And uh, we got to close this one out. That was the other bet. If I have a nice little 2-0 night, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Hopefully not smashing the bell as hard as you did before. No. Don't do that again. No. Justin Steele just got a little luck there. Great. Uh, Ian, Ian Snag happened. at the
0: wall, yeah. Rob's
1: one at the wall. Thank God I got a little nervous there. Now I'm going to put a little more money on that Utah-Florida uh, under, even though the it's been butchered. It's went down to 45 and a half. I still think that that's a little bit too high. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. So if we could cash two tickets tonight, throw a little bit on that. And, uh, yeah, good stuff.
0: What if I told you that Patrick Mahomes was ranked the number one player in the NFL by ESPN? What would you say?
1: I'd call you a liar.
0: Ah, would you? Well, no. guess what? He's the number one player in the NFL, according to ESPN. Yeah. I, like, this is the time of year, right? You know, we, we get this, and I we have these lists— Some of them make sense. Some of them are ridiculous. I get that some of them are literally out there just to get people to yell and scream on Twitter or X or whatever the hell we're calling it now. But, you know, it's interesting if you kind of look at some of these and where a player is ranked in these player polls and then maybe where they are in the MVP market. Or if it's the NFL, it's the Offensive Player of the Year or Defensive Player of the Year and those types of things. So Mahomes is obviously the favorite to win MVP. He's also number one in ESPN's ranking. He's 6-1. to one. Joe Burrow came in fourth, the fourth best player. He's 7-1, to one, second at BetMGM for MVP. But you start going down just a little bit. Jalen Hurts was ranked number three, but he's all the way down at 11-1 to one to win MVP. I really like Jalen Hurts for MVP this year. If you're looking at value, if you're looking at that price, and if you're looking at the potential for what the Eagles can do. Because the key for me is that the Eagles play in the NFC. And there's not going to be that same... I guess you could say that you're not going to have the same gauntlet that you'd get in the AFC. With just, I don't even care what your schedule looks like. The AFC is just going to be tougher as compared to like what the top three teams in the NFC are going to have to deal with.
1: Yeah, maybe I should start taking a look at some DAC MVP tickets. We I'm stop so that. High. Don't no, do that to yourself. No, seriously, because I'm so high on Dallas this season, though. I can't, like, if if let's throws say he throws 20 limits picks, the turnovers, it's not going to win. So. Throws 40 touchdown passes and a <laughs> new. 40 touchdown passes now?
0: How I, many interceptions? Five. You got
1: Brandon Cooks. You got Michael Gallup there. No, I think he'll limit those turnovers this year no i mean i think this list is kind of lazy though because jalen hurts i love jalen hurts he's probably a top five quarterback in the league top 10 quarterback in the league right now but i don't know that he's the number three overall player in the national football league i just think that going with all offensive players at the top of the at the top of the board is a little lazy like mahomes Mm -hmm. yes he's number one i think mahomes is the best football player of all time justin jefferson's really good But man, like Aaron Donald at number eight. And and you look at this list. Where's Miles Garrett on this list? Miles Garrett, every single season when he's healthy, gives you the same steady numbers. And he's a game wrecker. So I just, I don't know, man. I like T.J. Watt. I think Aaron Donald should be a little bit higher. I even think Nick Bosa should be a little bit higher. Miles Garrett was 13th.
0: Yeah, that's disrespectful. It's, uh, that it's is a bit low, and, and T.J. Watt was 15th.
1: Even more disrespectful. T.J. Watt is a guy where if you take him off the field, you go from being a top-five defense to, like, 17th, 18th in the league in some metrics. So I think that that's way too low. Um, I get it. It's an offensive league. We want points. These are the flashy guys, but, man. I think if Miles Garrett plays anywhere else other than the Cleveland Browns, I think he's probably top five. Yeah, he is ridiculous. I mean, and you got to
0: think, right? You talk about how the the Steelers' defense changed with T.J. Watt in and out of the lineup. They had eight sacks in seven games without Watt. When he got back, they had twenty-eight over the final nine games. So even if he's not the one getting those sacks, it's automatic attention on T.J. Watt, which allows the rest of the defense then to get free and get after the quarterback. So yeah it's, the the hard part about this, besides the fact that a lot of this is kind of gimmicky, you're comparing players that have totally different skill sets. Like the one thing that I like about like the NBA, for example, if you're ranking players, even if it's different positions, at least it's similar, right? Yeah, you're all in the same court together. You may have a different style of play, but like you can, it's easier to compare even even though they're totally different players, Steph Curry and LeBron James compared to Miles Garrett and Patrick Mahomes. That, it's literally, they're polar opposites in everything
1: they do. Yeah. I, no, I mean, and I agree. I just I can't get over this Miles Garrett, TJ Watt thing, because now I'm looking at the numbers, man. So with TJ Watt, I mean, he was hurt uh, last season and only gave you five and a half sacks. But the year before that, 22 and a half. The year before that, 15, 14 and a half, 13. Very steady. I just don't get the disrespect for Miles Garrett not being top five. Literally since 2017, He's given you at least seven sacks. Seven is a rookie, 13 and a half, 10, 12, and then 16 the last two seasons. Again, I just think if he's playing anywhere else, he gets a little bit more love. Other than Mahomes, so so would you have Jalen right behind Mahomes as far as your top quarterbacks? I'd
0: have to put Burrow over Jalen Hurts. Like, I've I've seen Joe Burrow do more even though they both have had a similar amount of time as a starter in the NFL, I've seen more from Joe Burrow as a passer than Jalen Hurts. Now, if Joe Burrow or if Jalen Hurts shows even more growth this year, even a more consistent passer, consistent deep ball, then maybe we're having the conversation about Jalen Hurts because clearly the athleticism that he's got absolutely overtakes Joe Burrow as a pocket passer. So right now I'd go Joe Burrow over Jalen Hurts, but that could change after the season. It yeah. really just depends on what Hurts looks like.
1: Yeah, see, I'd go Burrow too. I just I like Justin Herbert a lot. Rocket arm again, though. I know that he has to actually win a playoff game. He has to get back to the playoffs this year.
0: Eleven to one to win MVP. He was ranked eleventh. Yeah, they've been overall. a huge
1: they've been a huge disappointment. But again, we have a new offense, and he got hurt right away last season, <laughs> week two, and he shouldn't have stayed in that game against Kansas City. Played with a pretty devastating rib injury. Um, collapse, what did he have? A collapsed lung? A b- uh, broken rib? I can't even he had remember. a broken
0: rib. I don't think a collapsed lung. You can't really plan no. a collapsed no. lung, I don't think. No.
1: I mean, guys have tried. Broken rib, yeah. It's hard to breathe. But, yeah, I'd have him. I mean, I wouldn't have him higher. But when you look at these quarterbacks, I think Justin Herbert could definitely make a jump this mm-hmm. year. And uh, Josh Allen, I'm actually kind of surprised to see at seven.
0: I think Josh Allen is, you know, we talked about the, the Bills being in a pivotal year. Josh Allen specifically is in that pivotal year, right? Yeah. We've talked about him MVP for a couple of years now. He's plus 750 to win MVP. He's only behind Mahomes and Burrow. But like, how long before you start to say he can't get them to that point? He can't get them to the big game. He can't get them over the hump. If you keep losing to the Chiefs in the playoffs, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Like The one thing you at least have with a Burrow-Mahomes rivalry is they've beaten each other. You've seen it go both ways now, at least. So there's something there. You haven't seen the Bills get to that point in the playoffs where they also have said, hey, we've beaten the guys on top to get to that point. Eventually, Michael Jordan and the Bulls were able to get past the Pistons. Yeah,
1: and with Josh Allen, I know he does throw some bad interceptions, right? But also, he's like 80% that offense. I mean, they don't really have a run game. They could have a run game. I don't think they, they want him to be the run game. But, man, he's Superman, especially on third downs. Mm-hmm. It was so damn good last season. So... I wouldn't hate to see him a little bit higher on this list. But, I mean, I don't really have a huge issue. Mahomes is the best player on the planet. Justin Jefferson is probably the best wide receiver on the planet, although we change that every year. Justin Jefferson's ridiculously good. I know Devontae Adams is another year older, but he's very good. Um, I I just think Hurts is a little bit too high. And this isn't a knock on Jalen Hurts. I love him, but we've only seen really one dominant season. He was pretty damn good the final eight weeks of the season uh, when they went to the playoffs two years ago and lost to Tampa. And then last year, he would have been the MVP if he didn't miss those three games. Let's be honest. But I just I want to see it one more year because with Burrow now, like you said, we've saw it a couple years. We did see the Super Bowl appearance with Josh Allen. Sure. He has to get to the Super Bowl. And then with other guys like Herbert, you know, same thing. They just got to win the big game and prove that they could do that. But I just feel like they're all right there. And it's funny because we talk about these quarterbacks and it's like, oh, you know, Herbert, he'll get his MVPs. He'll eventually win a Super Bowl. Same for Burrow. Same for Allen. There's so many damn good young quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. They're not all going to win MVPs in Super Bowls,
0: you know? Especially looking at these guys having to beat each other up in the AFC. It's going to be even worse. Like Lamar Jackson, they rank 20th. But we know the difference. The Ravens are 45-16 and when he starts. They're 8-13 and when he doesn't. And most of those losses have happened in December, the last two years. I mean, that's the problem. Well, more than two years. But you get the idea. Like, the last two years specifically, we've really seen – the Ravens just completely fall off once Lamar Jackson is not out there at quarterback. I mean, this is a guy, now when you add Odell Beckham Jr. and you add Zay Flowers and you look at, you know, Mark Andrews already being out there, now you're not, you're not going to have him be the sole focal point of every defense knowing that that's his best weapon to throw the football to. There's just so much more there. Lamar Jackson's already won one MVP. It's it's not crazy to think that Lamar Jackson at fourteen to one could win his second MVP this season Especially because this offense. if they're in that offense and then the, we're again new coordinator on top of that with Todd Munkin, like all the pieces are there for this to really open up and allow him to really be what he is, but also allow the Ravens to be what they can be. That team has been really good the last couple of seasons before Lamar Jackson got hurt. We were talking about him for MVP what two seasons ago? I don't know if it was as much this past year but definitely two years ago at the beginning of the year. Maybe even some of this past season we just had. But either way,
1: they're a team that starts off like 7-1, and one and then he gets hurt, and then everything falls off. Yeah, you go back to that MVP season 2019, and you look at who he was throwing the ball to as well, and look at the numbers, man. 36 touchdown passes, mm-hmm. 6 picks. And that's why I'm saying, I mean, I know he's been hurt the last two years, but the last two years when he's got injured, they have been the best team in the division, and... Jalen was really good last year. Twenty two touchdowns to just six picks. The year before that, sixteen touchdowns to nine picks. But would you really would you take Jalen Hurts over Lamar Jackson? I still think I would take Lamar. I know so, he's younger and I know that he's the, the hasn't thing, had the injuries, but yeah, I'd still take Lamar. I would God, that's really tough. Because the
0: issue for me there is okay, Jalen Hurts has gotten a team to a Super Bowl. We haven't seen that with Lamar Jackson yet. But we've also now seen Jalen Hurts get to that. Next level. But, like, what is he this year? Like, if you were going to do it before this year, I would argue that there's maybe more growth still for Jalen Hurts than there is Lamar Jackson. Like, Lamar Jackson is going to kind of be who he is now, which, again, very good quarterback. Clearly, I think he has a chance to win MVP this year. But Jalen Hurts, I feel like there's still more of a ceiling that hasn't even been reached yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like a lot of people didn't think Jalen was going to be this good, and didn't think mm-hmm. he was going to be good that good last year. The only thing that would well, Lamar scare Jackson me... too, though. It was yeah. kind of both guys. Oh yeah, but the only thing that would scare me coming into the year is now Shane Steichen's gone. I mean, it is a new offense. It's kind of a new offense. It's pretty much going to be the same stuff, though. Mm-hmm. And you do have to replace some guys, but yeah, I just, I, I, I almost just feel like Lamar's getting. Disrespected just because of the injuries of the last couple of years, but he's got to stay healthy and he's got to prove that he could get it done in this new offense. Yeah,
0: and I think that's that's what's going to kind of change things a little bit too. Is that comfort level? He knows he's financially secure. That matters. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be honest here. The guy understands that. And it, if he can get, if he can play a full seventeen games this year, like I'd love to see Lamar Jackson and Tua both play a full season, just to know what those offenses can actually do for an entire year. Because that, like we saw at the beginning of the season last year, what the Dolphins look like, and then, you know, once you start Tua's in and out of the lineup, he's getting concussions every other week. I mean, you can't. There's no momentum. There's no growth after that. But they've got all the weapons, and now so do the Ravens, which is something we've never said before.
1: Oh yeah, man. And I was actually looking at because I'm looking at you know comparing the MVP prices for Tua and Lamar, and you got Lamar at fourteen to one, Tua at eighteen to one. I'd rather play Lamar. I know he's been hurt the last two years. I expect him to stay healthy because I expect him to stay in the pocket a little bit more. And with Tua. I, head injuries just scare me a lot, so I would probably stay away, and I just don't know if two is good enough to win an MVP, although they mm-hmm. were 9-1 and with him last year, and he was putting up MVP-type numbers. I just think the guy, if I'm playing a quarterback, it's most likely Trevor Lawrence at 16-1. to Yeah, And I know yeah. he's not high on this list yet, but now you add Kelvin Ridley. All the offseason pickups last year ended up working out. Zay Jones, maybe overpaid, but he had a ridiculously good year for him. Christian Kirk had a really good year. Evan Ingram had a really good year. Now you fixed up that offensive line. We don't really have to worry about the defense. They just got to win double-digit games in that conference. They probably should be able to. And he could throw 36 to 40 touchdown passes in that offense. And you have a strong run game, obviously, with ETN. And he catches balls out of the backfield. He could catch 60 passes himself. So, at that price, I'd probably look at Trevor Lawrence. Because all those other guys right there, I could see anybody just having a monster. I mean, all of them obviously have a monster year.
0: I mean, you know how I feel about the Jags and Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I think that just to go from year one to year two, completing 60% of his passes to over 66 percent which was like the highest jump I think for any NFL quarterback over a two-year stretch and now you've got Calvin Ridley added to the mix there the question really just becomes what what's that defense going to look like for Jacksonville because they yeah. got to like you got to win games to oh, win yeah. MVP
1: yeah you have to I mean you probably have to win 11 12 games right like you got to win your conference at least and uh they could do that and, and they should do that though I mean, like Jacksonville. Their 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 floor this year should be 11 wins. In my
0: opinion. I, I don't think that's crazy. Uh, it, it's it's not. I mean, look even look at the last the way he kind of finished off the second half of the season. You have that game against Tennessee. Threw for 368, then 318 against Dallas. Another 229 against the Jets. Not a lot against Houston. But then you know you go back to that final game. Completed 62 percent of his passes. Like you started to see the growth there with quarterback ratings over 100 at that point. He was what the I think the highest rated quarterback in the AFC the second half of the season. Yeah. So there's. There's enough of that trajectory. Trage- trajectory, thank you. It's a Tuesday, yeah. and you can see now, like he's 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 starting to look like who we expected him to be. Yeah. And if the Jags can, you don't have to be a one seed, but let's say they're even just a two seed in a tough AFC, Trevor Lawrence going to get. I mean, you're not going to get him at sixteen to one. I know that.
1: He just he's got to limit the turnovers, which he, he did the second half of the season. Yep. But I mean, he can't have the four pick performance that he had in the first half of that playoff game. But I don't expect that. So. Sorry, Mets just 2-1 now. I knew yeah, this I was coming, but we got yeah. two away, so we just we got to get one more out here. The Mets are supposed
0: to be Metting. That's what we're asking I know. for. I it's know. Not, it's not happening right now. Mm. Meanwhile, Cubs still got a one nothing lead. Love to see that. That's though. what we like. It's Ben MGM tonight.